You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. What does it mean to be a believer in Christ in nations that are hostile to the gospel? Well, Voice of the Martyrs has made it a ministry to help us know more about that and how we can pray for those who are being persecuted. They're out with a new global prayer guide. We'll tell you more about that and get some updates with Todd Nettleton of Voice of the Martyrs. Todd, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Do you have a reaction to what's happening in Asbury? This has kind of been the talk of the town. Um, Before we go into anything else here, do you have any reaction to that? You know, just excitement to see what mm-hmm. God is doing. That that really is my my baseline reaction is, Lord, keep doing what you're doing, and please let it spread. <laughs> let yes. it spread all over our country Amen. Uh, to see that kind of revival and, and to just see God move. Yeah. Well, tell, talk to us about this uh, prayer guide, the one that just came out. Uh, you say there's some big, in quotation mark there, uh, big news in this one. Yeah, this is a, a something that Voice of the Martyrs does every year. We produce a global prayer guide, this brand new one for 2023. And what it is, is essentially it's a book. Uh, it's a free resource. We'll, we'll send it to anybody who wants one. And it just gives you the countries where Christians are persecuted for their faith. Hey, uh, what, where are the countries? Who are the persecutors? Is it the government? Is it some terrorist group? Is it their families that typically persecute? You know, what are they motivated by? Are they communists? Are they radical Muslims? Uh, what is it like to try to get a Bible in that country? How hard is it to get a Bible? And and essentially what we hope you'll do is set this beside your Bible. And as you are going through uh, this year, you will pray for our brothers and sisters in these nations. The big news about this one, and again, the kind of news in quotes, there there are four new countries this year, which means there are four countries where now it is basically a regular part of following Christ to endure persecution all four of those new countries are on the continent of Africa. And what we see uh, across Africa is the rise of radical Islam, the rise of, of groups that have pledged allegiance to ISIS, the rise of other forms of radical Islam, and our brothers and sisters suffering. And so those four new countries, Benin, Niger, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Mozambique, all four brand new. And like I say, what that means is it's gotten worse for Christians in those countries. You talk about a baptism that was happening in January. I mean, we think about baptisms in our church, and it's always such an exciting event, whether it's down at the beach or it's actually in the sanctuary. It's a time of rejoicing. But something that happened in the Democratic Republic of Congo, it wasn't a time of rejoicing. What happened there? It was not. And, you know, it's interesting. Like I say, we just added Democratic Republic of Congo to the Global Prayer Guide. And then in January, there was an attack on a baptism service. And apparently two churches, two congregations had come together to celebrate the baptism of new believers, something like 60 new Christians who were going to be baptized that day. That service was bombed and uh, a suicide bomber, uh, 15 people, at least 15 people killed in that attack, many more injured. Uh, And I don't think it's an accident that it was a baptism service that was targeted. And I think, you know, in, in the minds of a lot of Muslims, once you're baptized, that's kind of the point of no return. You, you're you an apostate now. You should be killed. And so I don't think it's an accident that it was a baptism service that was targeted by these terrorists. And uh, this is just one of the groups that's act- actually active in DRC that is persecuting Christians, trying to set up an Islamic caliphate in that part of the world. Uh, and, you know, this one in particular now, the you know, this act in January bombing a baptism service. 
Not only am, uh, are we talking with Todd here about this global prayer guide that you can receive free of charge as a handout to you, mm-hmm. but I'm at their website, and they've got an interactive map where you can go, persecution.com slash global prayer guide. Oh, yeah. And as you scroll over the map of these nations, you can just click. Like right now, I'm clicking in China, and you can learn an overview of what's happening in their in the nation, some of the major religious uh, persuasions, who are are the persecutors there? What does it mean? What does it mean to follow Christ in China? Access to Bibles, specific prayer requests. So this interactive guide is a great place to go at persecution.com. So if you're on your computer even now or later today and you want to pray, you can go right to their website. Yeah. The other thing he wanted to tell us is that they have a brand new app. And I think Todd's back. Hey, hey, Todd, we were talking about the uh, interactive map, but Mm -hmm. also tell us about this new app that you have out there. Yeah, this is great. We just re completely rebuilt our app for your smartphone. You can get a daily prayer request from our persecuted brothers and sisters. You can actually set a reminder on your phone. Hey, at three o'clock every day, I'm going to pray for persecuted Christians. The phone will remind you. It'll pull up a brand new request. There is also a ton of free resources, eBooks, uh, audiobooks, videos that Voice of the Martyrs has done. All of this is free within that app. And uh, one of my personal favorite parts, access every Every week to our Voice of the Martyrs radio podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can access all of that within this app. And just like the Global Prayer Guide, it's free. And we want people to have these resources. We want people to be able to pray knowledgeably for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted. Uh, okay, let me go back to my question, because maybe it was just a terrible question, and that's why you dropped. But it, we have heard that the gospel has taken, uh, has been moving through Africa, haven't we? Is that one of the reasons we think that this persecution is increasing? There, there are two things going on. So, so you have the rise of the gospel. You also have the rise of radical Islam. Literally, uh, Saudi Arabia, some other Middle Eastern nations are sending Muslim missionaries to Africa uh, to try to raise up radical Muslims in that country. And so you have kind of both of those things happening simultaneously. And it's almost like a fault line that you can almost draw from year to year. You see that radical form of Islam moving further and further south. And so as as revivals happening, as pe- more and more people are following Christ, that becomes more and more potential targets for these terrorist groups and for the persecutors. All the more reason to be praying. Todd Nettleton, a voice of the martyrs, joining us and helping us know how we can do that. Well, another major international story that has obviously captivated us is what's happening in Turkey and Syria with earth- the, the earthquake, but also the recovery efforts now. How is that impacting believers in the region? One of the things that happened almost immediately after the earthquake was Christians swung into action to go and help. We heard from multiple churches across Turkey in the areas that weren't affected by the earthquake. Hey, we're getting in a van, we're going down, we're going to help out. And the really significant thing about that, especially as it relates to Turkey, most people in Turkey would say, if you are Turkish, you are a Muslim. The, the, The two are so closely intertwined that people can't separate it in their minds. So for these Turkish Christians to go and help in the name of Jesus and serve in the name of Jesus, it is an eye-opener for people. Wait a minute, you're Turkish and you're Christian? What? How did that happen? How can that even be? One of the things they're praying is for a lot of opportunities just just to show Jesus, hey, look, I'm Turkish, I'm a follower of Jesus, Jesus loves you. 
There is so much devastation and so much destruction. Uh, They're praying for discernment as well, to know how do we help? How do we make the best impact? We did hear one very sad story. A a pastor and his wife were killed in the earthquake. Their young son in the same apartment, their young son survived. Both mom and dad were killed. The day before the earthquake, that pastor had preached his sermon. The topic of his sermon was the hope of resurrection that we as Christians have in Christ. And so Sunday morning, he preaches a sermon about the hope of resurrection. Uh, Monday morning, he's in the presence of Christ. Well, if we were talking about that uh, interactive map, and you can just go to Turkey and learn more about what it's like for believers there, what, what's it like, though, for a ministry like Samaritan's Purse to put a hospital in that area? What kind of uh, message is that sending the people from Turkey? You know, it, it is a significant thing for Christians to come and help, and often we will hear this not not just in Turkey, in other parts of the world, in northern Iraq. I know I've heard this. It's like, wait a minute. The Muslims, our Muslim brothers did not come and help us, but these Christians who we've always thought we were supposed to kind of hate them, but they're the people who came and helped us. What, what, what was that? What, what is it about these Christians that would make them do that? It is an amazing opportunity for ministry. And like I say, there is so much devastation there right now. If you've seen some of the pictures of just whole towns flattened by these earthquakes, and uh, it's, it's going to take years to, to rebuild, and there's going to be opportunities for Christians to serve and to be a part of that. Well, Todd, you mentioned the Voice of the Martyr radio program. By the way, you can hear that 6.30 a.m. on Sunday right here on 89.3. Coming up this weekend, I see one of the things you're going to be talking about is three brothers in Southeast Asia who's recently been sent to prison. Can you tell us just a little bit more? Yeah, this is a kind of a sad story. In Southeast Asia, many of the communist countries will tell you, hey, you know, we don't have a problem with Christianity. We just want people to follow the law. And the law says you need to register your churches. You need to register your religious uh, gatherings. And these three brothers tried to do that. They came to faith in their village in a, a communist Southeast Asian country. They said, hey, we were going to gather. Some other people came to faith. We're going to have a church here. We need to register our church. That's what the law says we need to do. Well, when they tried to register their church, they ended up getting thrown in prison. They will be in prison for the next 18 months. And uh, all because they tried to follow the law, they tried to register their church. It turns out the village leaders in their particular village were very proud of the fact that they had zero Christians in the village. We are all good communists here. We don't have any of those you know, foreign religious religion followers here, when these three brothers said, hey, we're here, we're Christians, we want to have a church, uh, apparently that really kind of set off the village leaders, and that's why they've been sent to prison. Wow. We, we should pray for their release, but also pray, you know, we see in Scripture, it's not, it's not the greatest situation, but a lot of great work happens in prison, doesn't it? It does. And one of the things we can pray, and I've heard this from former prisoners, is pray for opportunities to share the gospel. Maybe it's a cellmate, maybe it's a prison guard, maybe it's somebody else that they encounter at the prison. The other thing I would encourage, pray for these three men's families back in that village. They are now sort of being watched. Everybody knows who they are. Oh, they're they're married to the Christians. Their husband's in prison. And it has been very stressful and very hard for them. And because it's kind of a small, isolated situation, it's hard for other Christians to get there and encourage them and pray with them. Uh, So they feel really isolated right now. So I would 
pray for them as well. Mm, there is power in our prayer. I know, Todd, that is why Voice of the Martyrs spends so much, so many resources to help equip us in that prayer. The prayer guide is available for you just for the asking. You can also go to their interactive map at persecution.com. Scroll over some of these countries. You'll learn so much more and ways to specifically be praying. This is such a great help. Todd, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing about these resources. You are welcome. Thanks for having me.